when you take that forcefulness of your attention, you take that narrow, thin beam of attention and you place it forcefully upon the feeling of the wish fulfilled in the assumption that your desire is already a fact. When you do that, you are multiplying by many times over the talent entrusted to you. All right, welcome back to another episode of Daily Neville. I am your host, Josiah Brandt, and Daily Neville is all about breaking down the teachings of Neville Goddard, making them easy to understand, easy to digest, easy to apply in 20 minutes or less. Today, we are continuing with chapter 18 of The Power of Awareness, and chapter 18 is titled, Be Ye Doers. Now, Neville starts this chapter with a quote, from James 1, through 25. And the quote reads, Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass, and goeth his way, and straightway, forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continue therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Now, this is some very uh, biblical language, and we're going to decode it. So what what the Bible is saying here is you have to do it. You can't just hear it and then forget about it and expect it to operate itself. You have to do it. You have to be the one who hears and applies. You have to take the water and turn it into wine. You have to be the doer. And the Bible likens the man who is a hearer only as to one who looks in the mirror and then immediately walks away and forgets what he looks like. In this case, forgetting the truth, forgetting to apply the truth. And Neville is about to explain to us how we must be doers and not hearers only. Neville writes, the word in this quotation means idea. Be doers of the word, right? So the word is the idea. The word in this quotation means idea, concept, or desire. You deceive yourself by hearing only. When you expect your desire, to be fulfilled through mere wishful thinking. Your desire is what you want to be. And looking at yourself in a glass is seeing yourself in imagination as that person. Forgetting what manner of a man you are is failing to persist in your assumption. The perfect law of liberty is the law which makes possible liberation from limitation. And that law is the law of assumption. To continue in the perfect law of liberty is to persist in the assumption that your desire is already fulfilled. Now, what Neville is decoding this verse, he's going in and he's providing the words, and then he's explaining what those words mean. So looking at yourself in a glass is seeing yourself in imagination as the man, the woman, the human that you desire to be. Remember, this verse says, being a hearer of the word and not a doer is the one who looks in the glass and sees the man, the woman, the human that he desires to be, 
and then fails to persist in the assumption. You cannot just touch it once. You must touch it and then bring it into your body. You must embody the assumption. You must become it. You must be and become the man, the woman, the human that you desire to be. And you do this how? Not through efforting. Nope, it's through assumption. Assumption is the power. Assumption is the law that we are operating. To continue in the perfect law of liberty is to persist in the assumption that your desire is already fulfilled. And the Bible verse here says, whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty, which is whoever is continuing in the assumption that the desire is already fulfilled, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Neville writes, this to continue in the perfect law of liberty is to persist in the assumption that your desire is already fulfilled. Neville writes, you are not a forgetful hearer when you keep the feeling of your wish fulfilled constantly alive in your consciousness. This makes you a doer of the work and you are blessed in your deed by the inevitable realization of your desire. So when you keep the feeling of the wish fulfilled constantly alive in your consciousness, that is what blesses you and provides the inevitable realization of your desire. You must be doers of the law of assumption. For without application, the most profound understanding will not produce any desired result. Now, an idea to refer back to is this idea that there are many people, some people, who are walking dictionaries of esoteric knowledge, but their life doesn't change because they don't apply it. I know that's none of you who are listening to these episodes. I know we are all doers of the word, but there is this idea of the person who can know all of these secrets. They can have read all of the metaphysical books. They can have the entire bookshelf and have read every single one of them. And reading is not enough. It is not enough to know. You must do. Doing is the important part of this equation. Know and do. You must be doers. Without application, the most profound understanding will not produce any desired result. Neville writes, frequent reiteration and repetition of important basic truths run through these pages. Where the law of assumption is concerned, the law that sets man free, this is a good thing. It should be made clear again and again, even at the risk of repetition. The real truth seeker will welcome this aid in concentrating his attention upon the law which sets him free. What Neville is saying here is he's repeating these ideas over and over on purpose because it's important to do so, because it aids you in concentrating your attention upon the truth, the law, which sets you free. Neville writes, the parable of the master's condemnation of the servant who neglected to use the talent given him is clear and unmistakable. Having discovered within yourself 
the key to the treasure house. You should be like the good servant who, by wise use, multiplied by many times the talents entrusted to him. The talent entrusted to you is the power to consciously determine your assumption. That is the talent, the power to consciously determine your assumption. When you choose your assumption, that is you using your power. Remember we talked about your power being the forcefulness of your attention? When you take that forcefulness of your attention, you take that narrow, thin beam of attention, and you place it forcefully upon the feeling of the wish fulfilled in the assumption that your desire is already a fact. When you do that, you are multiplying by many times over the talent entrusted to you. Neville also says, the talent not used, like the limb not exercised, withers and finally atrophies. Your attention, and by extension, your assumption, is like a muscle, and you must exercise it. You must practice using it. You must strengthen it through repetition, through repeating this, through practicing with this. That is how this muscle becomes strong. What you must strive after is being. What you must strive after is being. In order to do, it is necessary to be. Before you try to do something, you have to be it first. If you try to do something before you be, right, before you are the person, we talked about this in a recent episode, we talked about instead of trying to get, be the person who has, right? Move the energy first, rather than trying to move the matter first, move the energy first, and then moving the matter becomes so much easier. In order to do, it is necessary to be. And the end of yearning, the end of longing, the end of wanting is to be, is being. Being is the end of all those things. The end of your desire is to be, not just to have, to be and have. Your concept of yourself can only be driven out of consciousness by another concept of yourself. So you're always holding a concept of yourself. The question is, which one? And a new one will drive out the old one. By creating an ideal in your mind, you can identify yourself with it until you become one and the same with the ideal, thereby transforming yourself into it. This is embodying, embodying the ideal. You become one with it. You give life and expression to the ideal through your self-concept by assuming that you are. If you have the desire, that means that you are. You just have to express it. And how do you do that? By sustaining the power of your attention on the feeling of the wish fulfilled. This is the most important act you can undertake. This is your only job. Your only role as a conscious creator is to do this, to focus the power of your attention upon the feeling of the wish fulfilled. The dynamic prevails over the static, Neville writes. The active prevails over the passive. One who is a doer is magnetic. 
and therefore infinitely more creative than any who merely hear. Be among the doers. Be among the doers, not the hearers only. Don't just listen to these episodes. Don't just listen to these ideas. You must apply them. And how do you apply them? By focusing your attention, sustaining the feeling of the wish fulfilled, being very clear on what your ideal is. Who is the man, the woman, the human that you desire to be? And can you assume that you are that already? Because the desire born in you is a prophecy. And that prophecy comes true when you assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled, when you know that you are the man, the woman, the human that you desire to be. I have a prompt for you. In the comments below, at the risk of repetition, as Neville says, one sentence, comments below, affirm it for yourself, give it as a gift to others. What is your assumption? Who is the man, the woman, the human that you desire to be? One sentence, drop it in the comments below. While you're at it, tap that thumbs up button so that others can find the secret of being. Subscribe to this channel so that you get Daily Neville tomorrow. And imagine wisely, my friends, and I will see you in the next. Yeah.